oh, girl, you are such an introvert. Or, hey, you are way too analytical. You are such a high achiever. You are such a type A. Oh, no, I can't do that. I'm an introvert. I am way too shy for that. Honey, you're the life of the party. You are like a magnet. Everybody comes to you everywhere you go. Have you guys ever heard of any of these kinds of things? I'm a type A personality. I'm a, I'm a partier. Um, maybe you have heard that you are uh, a... A, like a dictator. Well, all of these kinds of things come from personality traits. And there are so many different personality assessments out there. And I just wanted to give you a soft warning about personality tests. Today in this episode, that's what we're going to talk about. A warning about all of the different personality tests out here. <laughs> Mama, welcome to Holy Made Life, where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tanetti Rogers, and Mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. of Holy Made Life. Before we get into it, I want to talk to you for just a minute. Listen, I know how you might be feeling right now. There's a lot going on around us, and I think that that impacts how we feel about our ability to feel successful in all areas of your life. There's something going on in our hearts, in our minds, and we're just feeling a little unbalanced as a mom or a wife, or maybe we feel like we're putting too much into our work and not having enough energy and love left for our spouses, our kids, and all the extra things that we have to do. You know, maybe you're unsure of what this thing is you've been feeling, but you know that there's something more and you're just trying to figure out what you can do to get to a place where you feel more balanced again. You know, if you wish there was a way to feel more balanced and successful in all areas of your life, you know, you wish maybe that you can go from feeling restless or burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed out all the time from not being able to meet all of these expectations in all areas of your life, you know, we can get to the point where we can actually restore that joy and the feeling of satisfaction in those areas that we feel a little off in. 
So, you know, we feel this way sometimes, right? All of us feel a little stuck sometimes, some, but there are times that we feel like, man, I just can't get past this. And those are the times that you got to reach out for help. I believe that you're created to do all the things in your life well and that you're more than just your job or your title or your motherhood or uh, being a wife you are more than all those things you're so wonderfully and fearfully made and you deserve to have that joy to feel fulfilled in all parts of your life and so does your family so you can have it all what I want to do is invite you to come have a session with me to Go through the five things that will help us get ourselves back to where we want to be. We're going to walk through rediscovering your identity, identifying those areas of your life that might mean a change, defining what success looks like. How do you even know if you're getting there if you don't know what you're going after? We're going to embrace where you've been, who you are, and where you're going who you're becoming. We're going to embrace that because only you can get to where you're destined to be. And we're going to activate those things by coming up with simple action plans that you can implement in each area so that you can start to feel more balanced and meet that expectation for you in your life. And then we're going to reclaim feeling that balance in our whole lives. All right, so hop on over to AngieTwinnyRogers at gmail.com and I will be so excited to talk to you and walk through this idea framework together, okay? All right, so today we're going to talk about something that I think is a pretty neat thing, and it is the spiritual gifts. Now, I want to pause for a minute here and talk a little bit first about the amount of weight that we put on things such as personality assessments and even the spiritual gifts assessment. You know, um, God has made us who we are for a specific purpose. You know, all of us have gifts that differ and um, it's all according to the grace that he has given us to let us use those gifts that we have. Uh, actually, Romans 12, 4 through 6 says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. And so that speaks to the fact that we're all made different. So I want to just have a balance here of what it is and who it is God's calling us to be. We need to be very, very clear of our identity in Christ Jesus. We need to be very clear about what the Bible says about who we are. That always comes first. And then when we take these personality assessments, and I've taken I mean, probably all of them, not all of them, I guess, but many, many of them throughout my time in the social work and mental health and behavioral health field, we take personality assessment galore. And quite frankly, a lot of those um, traits or characteristics um, or ways that I do things or how I experience things, a lot of those ring true, but some of it doesn't. So it's important to know first 
your identity in Christ so that when you take these assessments, you are able to gauge that and see if it's aligned with who it is God's called you to be. Pray about those things that are out of place or feel a little bit um, different than what you feel like you experience life as. So sometimes things come back in assessments that make you feel a certain way, like, man, I don't really feel like I experience life that way, or that's not really me. Now, number one, I ask you to think about the feedback and really see, is it really not like you, or is it an area that is a area, I don't call them weaknesses, I call them areas for growth. Is it a place where you can grow or get that feedback and just get some insight on how you might be able to change a little bit in that area to experience life a little differently? Uh, or use some of those areas for growth to become more impactful or effective in that area of your life. Um, but ultimately, it has to align with the Word of God. It has to align with what God has uh, said about you. So remember that as I talk through this spiritual gifts assessment. Okay, uh, there are lots of different assessments. The Myers Briggs. I know people talk about the Enneagram, and you know there's a lot of controversy, especially among Christians, with that one because that one was rooted in pagan roots, and so obviously that is a controversial one. But I think that with anything, because guys, we live in this world. We are of this world, but we're not from this world. So we are going to be impacted. We're going to be surrounded by, you know, uh, paganistic things. Uh, is that even a word? I don't know. Uh, we're going to be uh, impacted by the culture of this world. It's just important, though, that we take a stand and have that basic foundation of who we are in Christ, who we are in a biblical worldview so that when things don't align around us in our culture, in personality tests, um, that we are able to call out those differences and walk in alignment with God. All right, let's talk about the spiritual gifts. I just want to go through these. I was having a discussion about this recently with some girls and um while a lot of it rings true for them, some of them were talking about how, well, that doesn't really feel like me. And, the, you know, the other important thing is just as in Romans 12, 4 through 6, it said that we all have different gifts. We all are members that don't have the same function, So, but we're all one in body in Christ. The same thing happens with these characteristics. These, All these things ebb and flow. Uh, for me specifically, and this might come as a surprise for a lot of people, especially in my professional world, I am an extreme introvert. I did not say extrovert. I said introvert. I am an extreme introvert. But I have had positions in my life, especially in my career, where I have had to adapt and develop my skill sets to be more extroverted because I was in positions of leadership and I had to go out and talk to people I didn't know and I had to uh, make room for that skill set. So I had a lot of practice. How I know that 
it is something that is outside of my nature, outside of how I'm built, how I'm wired, is because it exhausts me, completely exhausts me. You know, after serving hours at the church for a function or after um, working an 8 to 10 to 12 to 18 hour shift, I am exhausted when I am done with that because not only is it, um, I'm putting the best energy that I can out for that the best activity that I can, but it's also an adaptation that I have developed to be um, over and beyond what my nature, what my normal characteristics, my normal personality would be. So it's just that much more work. So it, what's important, what I, I guess my point in that was, is that you can develop skill sets. If you are weak or have an area of growth in one area, but it's something that you think might be beneficial, then you can take actions to get outside of that and develop that skill. The more you do it, the better you will get at it. Uh, here's another perfect example of that. I have been studying real estate investing. And so as a part of that, I have been going to a lot of uh, CREA, which is the Kentucky Real Estate Investor Association uh, meetings. I have been going to meetings and I am telling you, it is the most uncomfortable thing that I could possibly be doing is to go into a room full of strangers who a lot of them know each other. They're all talking to each other and walk up to them and introduce myself to them and start a conversation. I mean, small talk is like totally not my thing. Uh, I would rather just not talk than to make some small talk or to walk up to a group that I don't know and introduce myself and then have to come up with a conversation. It is nerve wracking to me. However, I have been to probably uh, maybe eight meetings in the past, maybe 10 meetings in the past month of different types of meetings that are networking meetings. And I have just taken a dip, deep breath and I have said, Angie, the worst that can happen is somebody doesn't talk to you or somebody doesn't really strike up a conversation. You're not going to die. You're going to live. And you just do it. You take that bold, courageous step to do something that will increase your experiences, increase your skill set. So some of these personality tests, even the spiritual gifts um, assessments come back and it feels like, you, well, maybe, you know, I could be this one or I could be that one. Or, you know, I am like four or five of these. All of that is okay. It is not a black and white thing. It's a gray thing. And it is a thing that needs to be aligned with the biblical principles on who it is God's called you to be. All right, now let's go to the spiritual gifts. So if you go to the spiritualgiftstest.com, I'll put this link in the show notes, you will see an example of the definitions and descriptions of the different kinds of spiritual gifts. There's actually a test. It's a free test that you can take on this website, Spiritual Gifts test.com and you'll be able to take this test to see where you fall based on your interests, your desi desires, your passions. So that's at the spiritual gifts 
test.com. I'll give you a couple of other personality tests that I have taken that have been helpful in just creating some of that personal awareness and insight. There is the Myers-Briggs. There is one that is called the DISC, D-I-S-C. There's one called the color code. I actually like that one. That one is an easy one to use for everybody in the household, especially children, because they understand um, the way that the results come out. It just is simple enough, I feel like, for kids. There's the five love languages. That gives you insight on your type of personality and how you receive and give love and appreciation. Um, there is the Strength Finders. That's a book that you can get. There's one that is uh, Emotional Intelligence. So there, are, and I'll put these all in the show notes, but if you are looking for ways to gain some personal awareness on your identity and why it is you are the way you are and some clarifying information, then taking some of these personality tests might be a good idea. But I just want to give you that soft warning to make sure that you don't take that as gold, that you don't take that as a black and white and say, oh, well, that's why I am. And now you're going to start using that as an excuse as to why you can't do things. The worst thing that you can ever do, and I've heard this from so many people, they'll say, oh, well, that's because that's not, you know, I'm not in that personality group. You know, I'm an introvert, so I can't go to networking, networking meetings or I can't, you know, be in a leadership position because I'm an introvert. I'm too shy. So they use that as a crutch almost so that they don't have to take bold, courageous actions that could help propel them into the purpose God is calling them for. So I just want to give you a soft warning to not get into that trap because that would be something that is being used in the world to keep you from becoming who it is God's calling you to be. But this is a conversation that I was having about the spiritual gifts test, and then we started talking about all these other personality tests. And I'm all for the personality test because I, I am, as you know, an avid learner and an avid growing. I, I want to be avidly growing and always want to be more self-aware of who I am, why I'm the way that, that I am, why do I experience life uh, and circumstances a certain way. But I always test those results against the word of God. Okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening into this episode. And if you do go and take a personality test, hop over to the Facebook group and let us know which one it was. Even if you have one that I didn't name, if you have one that you really like, put it in the uh, Facebook group so that other of uh, other ladies can discover those personality tests and get more information about themselves that way. Get more personal clarity and personal awareness about it, about the ones that you might like, okay? And then the other great thing about personality tests is that it's not just about you. You find out about you, but what I used to love to do, I would have my team take, I, I did the strength finders most recently. I'd have them all take this test and then what we could do is share the results with everybody else. So then when I'm looking at 
uh, Macy's and over here I'm looking at Amanda's. Well, when Amanda is having trouble with something, if we understand her personality type, it helps us to communicate with her better and support her differently, support her in a better way than if we didn't have that insight about each other. So I love it for that. I just want to make sure that I, again, encourage you to align that with the Word of God. Okay? All right, guys. I'll see you over in the Facebook group. And once again, if you are stuck in any part of your holy made life pie and you need a little extra help, hop over into my email, Rogers at gmail.com, and let me know that you are ready for a coaching session. Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.